For you gonna start doing stand up? Yeah, I'm pretty much a natural when it comes to just like fucking off and making people laugh. So yeah, I if the fighting shit ends up ending, then I'll just kind of transition to that. Where are you gonna start? Uh, probably out of town. Out of town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just so I don't have to worry about like, you know, I might take my cousin just because because uh, I'm more, I'm not really like a joke teller. I'm more of like a rifter. Like, I, oh okay. I could like. I could freestyle, basically. Okay, so you're just on the spot sort of person. So basically just life stories. I kind of lived, you know, we raised ourselves. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like, we were wild. Whatever it is. Yeah, we're just doing dumbass shit. Uh, One day we just end up in North Dakota with pounds of weed for no reason. Like, just doing (laughs) dumbass shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, shit happens, though, man. You just end up in situations where you're like, where you're just like, what the fuck, how'd I end up here? I feel like I'm a little, like, overconfident. In what? And just life in general. Oh, we like, have to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I just, fuck it. If I want it, I'm going. Those are the people who succeed, man. The ones yeah. who uh, say, fuck it, and just roll with it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how to, you know, trial by error. Yeah, you're too careful. Even with anything, like, you're too careful. It's just like, mm, yeah. you, you, it's okay to be a little careful, maybe, when it comes to your kids and shit. But yeah. when it comes to taking a chance or anything, you just got to go for yeah, it at that I, point. I, you know, I'm a risk taker. You're good. All right, man, we're already rolling, um, so that was a good intro. Um, so why don't you tell everyone what your name is? Uh, my name is Ryan Atterbury um, from Merced, well, Outwater, Outwater Merced, kind of half and half. 209? Yeah, yeah, 209 throughout the, you know, the county. All right, and you are Instagram, you are? Reckless MMA. Reckless MMA. Yeah. All right, and we have been talking back and forth for, like, couple months i think yeah before i got stabbed yeah before it was after you got stabbed after it was i thought after. i was trying to get it for the fight i oh, think i, was, I think it? i first messaged you before when was, I was it trying, yeah no i thought I, it was after i think i was trying to promote for the fight was it i could check go ahead and check yeah, yeah. man because I, I feel like it was yeah cause, no, i thought it was after you got stabbed and no, i think it was <laughs> yeah we'll go find out no we're already disagreeing so sorry disagreements are good Nah, it is i'm just giving you shit for that check it out i think it was after you got stabbed man Or maybe before I don't know. Knowing me, I think it was before because I like to do um I like to do at least a podcast or two before before you before I fight just to kind of little bit of promotion, kind of get some more people to know who I am before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's see. Let me go through my DMs. It was on. Oh shit! I think it was after you July eighteenth. Right. Yep. Right, same so thing for me. Yeah, after you got oh, stabbed. Yeah. So that's why... After I got shanked up. <laughs> you got shanked up, man. So what happened? Uh, I was working security at Fufilis. Okay. And then um, basically like all day, people be still over there. You know how much that is. Yeah, it's much And um, this dude was just rambunctious, I guess. So because uh, I was watching him. He was coming. Uh, like you, you've been there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, everybody was walking into the entrance. He was coming back to it. Okay. So I was like, all right got one mm-hmm. and like and over there we're kind of hands-on like we don't really be like spearing people you know we're not no but you're shit. more we have to approach them we can't just let them walk off like walmart and right like you gotta so, say something yeah we gotta do something and uh i seen them run out and i cut them off because i was on i was on top of it yeah, you know yeah. we ain't got shit to do there all day right <laughs> so right right like when i got one i'm like let's go you know and i've done security for like six years so and I grew up on like Determined in Outwater. Mm-hmm. Like, so. I know where that's at. That's yeah, right yeah, off yeah. Uh, View Hack. Yeah, Bellevue. Bellevue. Yeah. Yep. So, so, you know, so violence is kind of just like second nature, kind of why fighting kind of comes into it, you know? <laughs> and when I approached him, 
you know, he was like, North and North, like trying to like, uh, and he was a wannabe too. He's in PC now. So, uh, okay. but like he, um, was trying to, whatever. And I was just trying to, I have to make an attempt. Yeah. Like I can't just like, all right, you got it. Yeah. Whatever. So I try to strip him like fumble style. Yeah. And, uh, Duke socked me. And when he socked me, it kind of just turned my, uh, like put me in like blackout mode. Yeah. Not like blackout in a sense. Cause put I you back in the cage. Yeah. I don't like when people say black, like, oh, you hit me. I just blackout. It wasn't like that. It just turned like my thinking off. Like, yeah. Put, like, me, on, put yeah. me on autopilot. Yeah. 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 So, um, so he hit me and he tried to go through the cars and I kind of followed him. That's probably a mistake of mine, but, and, um, I just wanted to make one more attempt to kind of knock it out. Yeah. Like, it was more so, like, I didn't want you to steal it. Like, right. Like, I could live with someone else, but, like, you're over here trying to, like, you already hit me. Yeah. And I was like, I just want my boss on the camera to see me at least make one more attempt. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and plus, I was kind of new there, too, so. And when I went to do it, he came me again, mm. and I couldn't let that one slide. So, like, and we're, he was pretty big. He was about your size. Okay. So, um, when he hit me again, I kind of slid back a little bit, and then he swung one more time. And I ducked it, and I hit him. Yeah. And then I think he hit me one hit me one more time. Mm-hmm. I think he only hit me twice, two or three times. Okay. And he hit me like a sucker punch. And there was like one where I like I didn't move my head properly. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So and um, caught me on the temple. Mm. And then uh, that really like put me on autopilot because he was a big dude, you know. Yeah, yeah, Luckily yeah. for my training, and I was in shape, so it didn't yeah. like knock me out. Right. And um, I bat- I hit him one more time, and he stumbled. Oh. Okay. And and I'm your finisher, like. Yeah. Typically, like if I hurt you, I go for the kill. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at work, I'm not really trying to do that. Right, right, right. I'm not right. trying to like. I'm not one of those like. Uh, I don't take uh like. I don't have power trips. I don't okay. really have an ego. Okay. So it's kind of like once I hit him and he stumbled, I seen his face change. I was like, all right, I'm gonna let the kid go. Like I didn't. So I started backing up. Right. I dropped my hands too. I dropped okay. my hands, kind of changed my posture. I stayed sideways, just you know. Trying to protect myself. So you made your point, and you were like, "Well, well, yeah. I really, I just wanted space. Like, okay. I, like I didn't really want to just get into a fight. I had a fight coming up. Mm-hmm. I get paid for, you know. I get paid a couple thousand for that. Yeah. So I, uh, knowing my luck, I'd probably break my hand or something. Right, some right, dumb right. Shit, you know. <laughs> so when I hit him and he stumbled, I just I took a step back and he kept trying to follow me, but I wanted my hat. <laughs> oh. My hat was on the floor. Yeah. So as he's going. Like he's right, he's like talking shit. I can't remember what he said. He's probably trying to gangbang on yeah, me. Yeah, I yeah. went to Valley. That's just normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I'm just, at this point, I think I'm just like smiling at him. Like, all right, bro. Just I think I told him, like, all right, you got it, you got it. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Actually, some homeless dude dressed like Lord Raiden. Uh, he was like, "Hey, it ain't worth it." And that's what kind of turned my brain back on. Oh. And that's when I remember thinking again. And uh, he starts walking back to his car. I start walking to my hat. Okay. And so like. The tactical error. <laughs> right. So I go to pick up my hat, and he's right in front of me again. Oh, shit. Because uh, he did stick his hand in his pocket mm-hmm. while we were... Fi- after, I, after I hit him, and he was like, after I rocked him, mm-hmm. he stuck his hand in his pocket, but I didn't see him pull anything out. Because mm-hmm. he had already acted like he had a gun before, too. Right. Like, so I was like, all right, this guy's a bluffer. And uh, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, So, yeah, so I, I look up, because uh-huh. he swung it at my face first. Okay. But, uh, I'm a striker, so like I was able to like stay out of range. Yeah. But when I looked up from the hat, I picked up my hat and I looked up. He was right in front of me. So when he was right in front of me, I uh, like slid back a little bit. But he was like six foot, so he was like, you know, I'm five five. He had that reach. Yeah. So um, he swung the knife, and when I swung the knife, I covered my neck, and he got me on it. That's when he stabbed me in the lung. And I knew I got stabbed. You know, a lot of people say they don't know. I can see how they don't know they got stabbed though, because they don't feel like. What do you feel? Like a punch. Really? Yeah, just like a punch. You don't feel like a poke nah, you don't or feel anything. Poke or not, nah, you didn't, didn't feel like break through your lung or anything. Nothing. No. Nah, I just felt like the punch. But when he 
when it hit me, I looked down and I seen the uh, silver handle. So I, I watched him pull it out. Oh. And uh, I ran around the car. I ran around the car or whatever. And I looked up my shirt and it was just shooting. Oh. And he like lunged for me again, but I had already like, I got away at that point. Yeah, he yeah. He ain't gonna stab me again. Uh, what do you, do you say anything or no? Uh, I get the fuck away from you or something like that. But it made no sense to me because I was already like trying to get Yeah, it. yeah, it was over. And this is the only time in my life that I've ever rocked someone like that and gave him a chance. Oh, uh, right. Like I've I've got expelled from Valley. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to go there when you get expelled yeah. for kicking someone in the face after I dropped them. Right. Like that's once even in my fight, like even in MMA when I hurt you, I like, yeah. going for the kill. Like, right. That's just how I fight. Right. You know. So it's the one time I gave a kid a chance. And I knew he was young. He was 19. I didn't know how old he was, obviously. But I, when I stumbled, I seen his face change, and I'm like, man, I'm not trying to just do this kid dirty on canvas. Because right. at the end of the day, I grew up poor. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to, you know. You're I get just it. doing your job. I'm doing my job. I'm right. doing my job. And then he hit you. So yeah. You're... He hit me and he, he's just where he caught me. He caught me in the temple. So yeah, I just turned my brain like, off. You're like... Plus, I'm already in fight camp. So I've all I've been doing is fighting. So it just kind of. Extra sparring. Yeah. It just <laughs> kind of put me into the zone. Like, you know. Fuck that. You get hit. You know, it's fight or flight. Yeah. And it's like. Sometimes, you know, a lot of like you see a lot of videos too. Like I'm sure. But like I'll be on Reddit all the time. Yeah. But you see a lot of videos of people trying to flee. Yeah, and, and getting hurt worse. No, you know what I mean. Like they come up behind you, or they like, trip you, or like. So I wasn't. I, I didn't want to turn my back to him at all. Yeah. So yeah, I lifted up my shirt. I just see the blood start shooting out like a water hose, man. Fuck. I ran into the store and I'm like, "Hey, I got stabbed." And then I came back out and I just kind of sat on the stoop. I'm just. Leaking. I seen that video yeah, you posted yeah. where you're like, I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, I'm just leaking. I'm just sitting there leaking, and um, the whole time I was like, "Fuck my kids, man." Is this how I'm gonna die? Like I grew up like. Around gangbangers my whole life. I grew up right. around, like, you know, violent shit my mm-hmm. entire life, doing dumb shit, rumbles, like, fucking outsider style. Yeah. Like, we got, like, 20-man fights, like, 20-man fights at school. Like, all types of wild shit, shootings, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you live over there, people come. They just, When you live on Bellevue, determined area, it's a heavy gang-related area. Right. People, a lot of random bullshit. So at some point, you're going to catch something. Yeah, yeah, or here, it'll be next to it on accident or some shit like that, oh, you know. Oh, shit. And, um... So like, I'm just sitting there, and I remember thinking, like, fuck, my kids, like, damn, like, this is how I'm going to go out. Like, I remember thinking that, too, like, disappointed almost. Like, that was the feeling I felt, like, disappointed. Because you don't really have time to be scared. And I'm not really a... I'd probably be scared. Yeah, I'm not... But I've been through a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Like, say, I'm not really yeah. a... Like, I've, you know, been around people shot. I've been around people stabbed in the face. Yeah. Been around a lot of bullshit. You know, like I said, we raised ourselves, so... Once, okay, so you're sitting on the side of the store. Yeah. And then, is there people walking out and shit watching you? Yeah, some old lady came and, like, uh, I said, because I have the videos, or like, the yeah, skating yeah. footage. And some lady came, she just took a picture of me and then kept on walking. Oh, I was like, oh, what a bitch. Wow, <laughs> it's, it's a society. But yeah. there was some dude, I didn't know him. Um, I still don't really know him, but his name was Jack. Okay. And um, he actually took a shirt off and put pressure. Oh, shit. Like, and one other coworker stepped up. Okay. Other than that, everybody kind of just watched. And, it's watched. But I get it. You know, a lot of people, you know, it's a fucked up situation. I can't really, I can't really expect people to know what to do. You know, like, not everybody's been through trauma. Not everybody's been through bullshit. So, right. So he actually did. He stepped up and he starts pushing it. And then I'm sitting there probably for like 15 minutes before like I even get to an ambulance. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then the cop pulls up and she kind of takes over and puts his, you know. Uh-huh. And then I remember, like, hearing talking, and then while someone's talking, you just hear, boom, 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 and everything starts to turn white. Oh, fuck. Because like, the crazy part about the whole shit is um, my brain never turned off. No? So, unfortunately, I remember, like, everything. 
Oh, shit. So I was going to ask, like, do you, did you at some point feel like you were slipping away? Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, I started seeing it white, and that's, I think it, I posted that one, too. Okay. Uh, where my eyes are, like, rolling behind my head, and I started, like, going out. Because I remember saying I'm going to pass out, mm-hmm. and then, like, yeah, I didn't know it was that bad until I seen the video. Did they start talking to you to keep you there? Yeah, or? but all I heard was boom, 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 boom. Like, everybody's voice just kind of meshed in together to sound like drums. And then, uh, how did you come to? Uh, I mean, I could say they woke me up, but I, in my brain, I was like, hey, hey like, I kind of, like, my brain knew. Okay. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's a, like a surreal feeling, but, like, my brain knew that, like, nah, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep. Okay, so. Because it was getting peaceful. You get comfortable. You don't feel no pain. You don't, nothing. You just kind of just slip away. They say your brain starts releasing uh, all kinds of chemicals and shit yeah, to ease yeah. ease death on you if, yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're dying. I can, I can see how people let themselves die. Yeah, because like, it says you feel comfortable. Yeah, you're just like, ah, you know? And then um, I woke up, and everything was clear again. Where were you at? Still there? Or? Yeah, still on the floor. Like, uh, cops were everywhere, but everybody was kind of just standing around staring at me. And then what happened? Once you get to the hospital, then you go and... Uh, first, they put me in an ambulance. And then at this point, it's starting to like, you know, when you skip a DVD and you're skipping chapters. Now it's like my memory is kind of like that at this point. Oh, okay. So, but I remember in the ambulance, they're like, I'm a, like, I'm a make up a fucking code or whatever. But they're like, I need the CGR. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, what's that? And then they said it again. And then the ambulance guy, it was young dudes too. And then the guy's like, oh, we don't have that. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to (laughs) die. And I remember asking too, like, hey, am I going to die? Am I, am I gonna uh, die? And they're like, we're gonna do our best. And I'm like, oh. Jesus Christ! I told myself, like, can you fucking lie to me or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, no, motherfucker, you gonna stay um, up. I don't know where they took me to because I got metaflighted. Oh shit! So um, I don't know exactly where it was, but I remember they're at like a gate, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the gate code, and their phone services wouldn't work. So at that point, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna die. I'm dead for sure. Damn, like, man. And then um. I remember them putting me in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the whole shit. Like, I was in the helicopter, and then I remember them saying, like, seven minutes. We're seven minutes away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, fuck, I'm going to die. And then, like, at that point, I feel my phone going off. And, like, I, I didn't know who was calling or whatever, but I just feel yeah. my, I, th- I guess it was my brothers. But um, I feel my phone going off and nonstop. And we get to the hospital in Modesto. Okay. And, um, they started doing shit. At first, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna be okay. It's just superficial." And then, like, they take me into the the X-ray, and they're like, "Oh, your lungs filling up with blood. Oh, like, God. they got your lung. They broke your rib. All types of shit." And then the the social security lady comes, and she's like, "Who do I contact if something bad happens?" Jesus Christ! So I'm like, "Oh fuck! Are y'all gonna do me like this?" And because you hear a lot of stories of people surviving and then getting to the hospital and dying. Yes. So that's what was my main concern. And it happened with a friend of mine as well. So, like, he died in the ambulance because they're taking it, you know. They say it's because you, um, once you get into, like, a ambulance or you get to the hospital, you go into uh, your f- is it fight or flight, turns off, and you get comfort, and then your body stops yeah, fighting at that, that point. And then, um, and then it was kind of spotty. I remember my brother came in and was like, pussy. <laughs> like usually, but I seen the you know. Hey, that's I mean. I seen the concern on his face. My older yeah. brother's like our dad. Like he's only yeah. three years older, but we had uh, different moms. Okay. Like, my mom cared. Okay. His, he didn't have a mom or a dad. Okay. So he raised himself. He's wiser beyond his years, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, and then I think my girlfriend and my mom came or whatever. But then they're basically I had to go into surgery. Um, 
and then they had to put like tubes in my lungs mm-hmm. to drain the blood, and that's when they put me under ketamine, oh. and that was the crazy. Part. I was like, how was that? Did uh, you trip? Yeah, I mean, I was asleep, but my brain was on. Oh so, shit! Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I got no reason to play, you know. Nah. But like, it was like me and another orb, and we're okay. like flying, and like I accepted my death while I was sleeping. Oh, that's yeah. So that's what like ketamine. It's supposed to. Uh... Yeah, hallucinate. You hallucinate, yeah. but you're supposed to like enter a new life. Yeah, that's because, what it felt like. Yeah, because they use that for uh, addicts. Mm. So addicts go do uh, ketamine uh, therapy, and then they enter like a new life to where you enter your life without the addiction that you don't want or anything like that. Yeah. So at some point, yeah, they trip or they they see them. They like uh, what's it called? Astro uh, Astro Project. Yeah, I'm not sure. I okay, went to, I went to Valley. <laughs> okay. Oh, Astro, Astro Project is like, um, have you heard of like DMT or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've done it before. That was, shit was wild too. It's where you see, if you go far enough, you can see your physical body laying there, but your yeah, mental's yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. they feel like that. I see how people can say it was like an out of body experience. Like yes. you're sitting, like standing over yourself. Yeah, almost. and you see yeah. like what you are, basically that. But And then, like I was like traveling up. With oh. with something though, like with the orb, like it was crazy when I was passing out, even at the spot, like it always. And I'm not, I wasn't really spiritual, not really religious, you know. I right. kind of seen a lot of bullshit, so yeah. Kind of the older you get, kind of takes it away, but this kind of brought it back because something was there. Like I can't, you know, I'm not gonna say this, this or that or whatever, yeah. but something was there, and it was like with me going up, and like I remember being like, "Damn, I'm dead," and then being like, and then like, oh, feels good though. Like, I remember thinking that. Wow. Yeah. But, like, then it was kind of, like, skippy. Like, but then body. you... So, how how long how long were you uh, under ketamine for? It said 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. And the whole time you were just rolling? Tripping. Like, I just thought I was dead. I, to me, I was going to heaven. Oh, okay. Like, that's what it was like to me. Like I said, I was with something and I was traveling up. And how did, how did you come back? Uh, I just woke up. Oh, you just woke I up? I woke up and it started, like... It'd be like, so how do you say, how do you come back? So yeah. like, how do you come back? Back, 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 back. And then they're like, because those are doctors like giving mm-hmm. orders. Mm-hmm. And then like whatever the last word would say, it would just repeat in my head over and over again. Oh, okay. And then slowly I started coming. And then they're like, uh, I think the first thing I asked was, am I dead? Because this is before I could open my eyes though. Oh. I thought I was thinking it, but I guess because my girlfriend was uh, on the other side of the curtain. Mm-hmm. So she said I was actually saying it. And I'm like, am I dead? Am I in heaven? For real, am I dead? And then they're like, uh, no, you got stabbed. I was like, I got stabbed? They're like, yeah, you got stabbed. I was like, me. I got stabbed. They're like, yeah, you got stabbed. I was like, me. And they're like, yeah. And I guess I was like, dude's a bitch. <laughs> what if you did, though? What do you mean? What if you did die? That's just, I know. You know what, what if this mean? is just the continuance of your life? Yeah, you, somebody you... <laughs> said something like that in the comments, too. They're like, do you feel like you're in the next? Yeah, what if, like, you, what if you passed away and this isn't like this is just a continuance of your yeah, life? And that'd be a you shitty don't know. dream. No, it's not a dream, though. It's just a continuance of your life. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> you never know. What if it was? What if this yeah. is like you passed away? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't exist. And yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'm just in the spirit realm, just roaming around. <laughs> yeah, you just go to the next dimension. Yeah. What would you do? It should be crazy. Yeah. What would you do? I guess coach my son's jiu-jitsu still. <laughs> or you wake up and you and you're just... You wake up and you're just like, you're just still in that stoop. Yeah, it should be crazy, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah, you never thought about that? Nah, I didn't. Like, I, I've been too fucked up to even think about it, to be honest with you. But it's crazy, too, <laughs> because you hear a lot of people, like, 
you know, especially like the podcast world, yeah. like they talk about shit like that. It's yeah. like you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, like what if like one day you one day you went to sleep and you don't and you just Yeah, I just wake up and I'm still getting operated on. <laughs> or what would you do if one day you wake up and you're eighteen? And you're like, what the fuck? I didn't know that happened. It was just all overnight. Yeah, that should be crazy. You never heard about those people who uh, they go in a coma yeah. for like three days. Yeah. They live a whole life. Mm-hmm. And then they wake up and, and they're, they're like, the that, and that family doesn't exist that they created and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. That should be crazy. A lot of people kill themselves over that shit. Yeah. They're just chasing that, that whoever that and family is. I think about was. that too. And I'm like, man, it'd be, you know, because I, you know, I battle depression. I battle like, yeah. bipolar disorder and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, going over, and I've always think too, like, man, wouldn't it be crazy to kill yourself after you survive something like that? And what a lot of people do, though, like, you see a lot of people, they'll survive, like, aren't, like, in the military, mm-hmm. like, they'll survive war, and then come home and kill themselves. That's true. And then it's like, I don't, I, being through, like, you know, someone yeah. trying to kill you, like, ah, be hard to, like. Do you have a them. new new view on life now? Yeah, the little things, man. The little yeah. things are so much better. Like, I'm uh, much more appreciative. Like, like, like what? Uh, just hanging out. Hanging seeing out. my kids, um, talking to my brothers, hanging out with you. Yeah. Like, um, all the little things are more appreciative. Like, I could say I was kind of like an asshole. Okay. Like, obviously, I, was, I have a good personality. A lot of people, you know, would say like, I'm a cool person. Right. But, like, mentally, I'm like, fuck this guy. But you're a fighter, so you have to have yeah. that right at some point. Yeah, You yeah, have to have so, that yeah. mentality. I just, uh, I call a spade a spade. Like, I treat people how they treat me. So, okay. if we're cool, we're cool. But mm-hmm. if you're my, like, you want to be an enemy, that's cool, too. How'd you become a fighter? Uh, I've always been in love with it. I was okay. kind of uh, my not like I was more of a baseball player growing up. Okay, like I was going to New York and you know being in LA every weekend and like major national tournaments and shit okay. like that. But I always grew up the white boy. Okay, so you know you're not like the little man syndrome. Yeah, I always say like I got white boy syndrome. Oh, uh, okay. Like I grew I grew up the white boy around a bunch of Mexicans. Oh, okay. You're so, like uh. You were like Miklo and Blood and Blood Out. Basically, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and in a very like dominant gang area. Yeah. Like, and we didn't have social media back then. Right. So the only thing that was cool to us was the gangs. Right. That's what we saw. So that's what your rep was out there. Yeah. So it was like, I always felt like I had to be, uh, do a little extra. Like, I always wanted respect more than success. You're like Eminem. Yeah. Miklo is probably better. Miklo? Yeah, yeah. Miklo is <laughs> probably a better. Uh... You're like Miklo just trying to prove yourself? Yeah. Like, for no reason, too. Like, I, a lot of the people I was trying to get respect from were either dead in jail or fucking on meth. So but at that like, point, that's what mattered. But, yeah, it was out of shitty home life, too. You know, I had a dad, right. had a dad that, like, broke you down, you know, try to take your confidence, you know. So, oh. you're out there trying to find yourself. And, right. And fighting just always... Because I was little, too. So, I was, right. I was a little white boy, so I always got disrespected. Okay. But I was always the first one to punch you in the face. Yeah, it's like they say, like, people who have a bad home life, like, the gang bring, like, yeah, gives you it, that family you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, and it was like... um it bring you that confidence okay. in a weird way. I know yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. But no, it's like, I mean, it's the truth, yeah. man. It's not... And anybody who knows Determined and knows that area, they know yeah. what it is. Like, the windows are boarded up. You know, there's... Like, it's crazy, too, because a lot of it doesn't hit the news. Like, a lot of it don't hit the news sites. And it's mm-hmm. weird, too. It's just 90% like, don't hit it. And it's like our own little section. And it's just bullshit after bullshit. Like... So you you were bullied, but you never... Well, not, I guess I can't say bullied. People a, try a, to bully. In a sense, yeah. In yeah. a sense, yeah. And then... um. I was just quick to pop off. Like, I was just natural fighter, basically. Like, and then, you know, you end up loving it. Like, I started boxing in, like, sixth grade. Okay. But I didn't have the discipline. So, like, I'd go to practice for three months and then bullshit for mm. half a year. Yeah. Go to practice for three months and then bullshit for half a year. Uh, and yeah. then, like, 
fi- uh, as good as I was in baseball, I loved fighting. Oh, okay. Like, where people get, like, that anxiety from fighting, like, I never did. Like, that was just what I did. I loved it. So, when when did you start training formally? Uh, I started doing MMA at, like, 18. 18? But then I had my son, and, oh. I have, and I've had custody of him since I was 19. Okay. So, um... You know, I'm broke and shit, not really having my shit together. So, again, I'd go to practice, bullshit. Mm. And then I started, like, actually, like, training to fight uh, when I was, like, 25, 26. 25, 26. But I had a lifetime of experience already. Like, yeah. I was already training. But, so, like, even though I fought later, I was already training. It wasn't you, like you I just... You picked it back up. Yeah, it wasn't like I just started. Like, right. I had already did the work, basically. Well, you already boxed. You knew how to strike, yeah, and yeah. you knew fundamentals. and Yeah, and I was doing MMA since I was 18, too. Yeah. So, it was, like... Basically, it was just getting it together, getting to a camp, showing up to practice, getting the fights, you know. What made you want to go back at 25 and say, okay, I'm going to stick to this one for real? I had a, uh, I got with my girlfriend, and she was a good motivator. Okay. Like, she kind of, you know, she wasn't, because I, like I said, I got two baby mamas before her. Mm-hmm. And there's fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate them. Like, they're hey. just shitty personalities, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. break you down instead of build you up. Shit don't work all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, shit is what it is. And obviously, I had my part in it, too. I had a bad attitude, you right. know. Right. But. It is what it is. Yeah. But basically, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to start training. Um, and never stopped. Who was your first fight? Uh, it was in Fresno against a dude named Isaac Chacon. And uh, he's like six foot two. And I ended up knocking him out in like 90 seconds, 80 seconds, something like that. What uh, division do you fight in? Uh, as a pro, 125. 125? But as an amateur, I was 135. Flyweight and then... Yeah, Bantamweight. Bantamweight. Yeah. And then once you started training and stuff, what what uh, you you can only be motivated for so long, you know. Like yeah. What what made you say, okay, I'm, this is this is like the. I got my taste. Yeah. Yeah, I got my taste, and I knew I could do it. Okay. And then um, I actually fought my second fight with a broken rib. Oh shit. And and it didn't even happen during training. My drunk ass cousin picked me up, and we fell. Oh. Like because uh, we fell and it just cracked my rib, but I had already had the fight book. I had just won the other fight, and I didn't want to slow it down. And so, did you win that fight? Yeah, I submitted him. A wrestler who was uh, 15 pounds heavier. He we we're supposed to fight at 125. Mm-hmm. He weighed in at 143. Oh wow! And I still I didn't like him. He was a uh, he was on Facebook talking shit, calling my kids beaners, calling oh. my friends the n words, all types. <laughs> so it was a bit personal for me, you know. So yeah, uh, he ended up. It was just a fracture, and then right when the fight starts, he kicks me in the same rib and breaks it completely. Cause I had him in a choke, yeah. But um, obviously by the poster, I know you watch it, yeah. <laughs> but like, so when I had him in the choke and the guillotine, yeah. it's not just choking. You gotta like twist and get that. Yeah, angle. yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. My body locked up. Oh, okay. So I had to like get my shit together, and then um, he caught me with a hot one. He was a wrestler too, so I I was kind of mm. had my hands down. They and, all have that overhand right though. Yeah, <sighs> this one was overhand left. Okay, well, overhand nonetheless. Yeah, and uh, he hit me, and um, it just went ding. And I just went having my hands, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And this was in Livingston. This is my my hometown fight, you know. So. And then what happened? You. Uh, regrouped, the, obviously. Yeah, yeah, regrouped. He didn't hit me again after the rest of the fight, and then in the second round, I rear naked choked him. That's it. Yeah. Um, then, sorry, go ahead. And then, uh, like three or four months later, I made my pro debut. Still kind of hurt, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a big opportunity. And, yeah. Yeah, so... Who did you make your pro debut with? It was a dude named Carlos Hernandez. Okay. And, fuck, I blew that one, man. I head-kicked him. Like, I, I kept, you know, defending yeah. the takedown. I head-kicked him and uh, made a tactical error on the ground and ended up getting submitted myself. Oof, with what? Uh, rear naked choke. Rear naked choke? Yeah, I turned the wrong way, and, I like, I just gave it to him. Yeah. Inexperience, you know? Yeah. Uh, my first two pro fights, they had a combined 
match, like 36 fights, 37 fights. And they're on my third and fourth. Ever? Ever. So you turned pro after two fights? Yeah. What organization was it with? Uh, Tachi Palace. Oh, Tachi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember they used to put on a lot more fights. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. They kind of lost the funding, but they used to be the UFC speeder. Yes. You, you become the champion there, you go to the UFC. Yes. And I remember back in 20... When pandemic first hit, mm-hmm. uh, that's where they were going to bring the, the UFC to, yeah, to that, Tachi. That, that pandemic screwed me. The what? That pandemic screwed me. Did it? I was supposed to be on Ryan Bader's card. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was supposed to be on Bellator. And uh, there's like three world title fights, a big-ass platform, had a favorable matchup. Who's Bader fighting? He was... He was, at that time, he was fighting... Is that the heavyweight or the... Cause nah, he was, this one, I believe, was light heavyweight. Because he was 05 and heavyweight champ yeah, at the same time, yeah. though. Um, can't remember exactly who's fighting. It might have been, like, Nominov, Romanov. The dude who beat him. Was it? I think that... Oh, yeah, yes, 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 it was. That ended up fighting. Um, he was from one of the stands. And, uh, I think Gegard Masasi was on the card. Yeah. I, it was a fire-ass card, bro. The pandemic. And they shut it down or what? Yeah, we, um, a month out, canceled it. Because we, you know, the big pan, you know, pandemic hit, like, officially yeah. in, like, March. Yeah. And we were booked from May 9th. Yeah. Fuck, so, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, so it is what it is. Yeah, and so. Then, yeah. They, uh, were you signed with Bellator or was it just It was like a one-fight contract. One-fight contract. But basically, if you show out, you're signed for four fights. God damn. So that's kind of a. Shit. They never contacted you after that? Uh, yeah, but. Well, at the time, I had kind of already had something lined up, mm-hmm. and it was the same guy I was supposed to fight at Bellator, oh. but for a different organization. Mm. So I was like, "Let's try to do that." And then something happened, and the fight got canceled again. Jesus Christ! And then I just started playing with boxing after that. Did you, have you boxed like yeah, professionally? Done, yeah, I've done three pro fights. How's that? Uh, it was cool. I fought some killers. Um, I didn't get hurt, nothing like that. I hurt my wrist in the second one. Okay, and that kind of took me out for like eight months. Damn, man. Yeah, I uh, hit him with an uppercut. And it just, the whole shit just went numb. Like, my career opponents against boxing was, uh, they're like 12 and 1 right now, c- combined. My last boxing fight, I took on five days. Five days notice? Yeah, in Minnesota. I lost a decision, yeah, but I, mean, I had a boxing anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if anything, that's bad on his part. When was your last MMA fight? The 2019. 2019? Right before the pandemic. That's why this fight was so crazy, like, because I was finally doing, because my brothers always told me, like, you always had the talent. But you fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't do the little shit like the. Yeah. And I was finally doing it. Finally had my shit together. The boxing thing helped me slow down, too. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I kind of, finishing those two guys so quickly, kind of just finish, 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 finish. And, like, it don't have to be like that. So then just, you just didn't have, like, maybe the round experience or? No, nah, I think I was just more, like, chasing like like chasing the finish too much. Like, okay. Uh, a lot of wasted movements. So I was getting uh, getting a little tired. Like my second pro fight, I fought Gilbert Melendez guy. Who? Uh, his name was Jorge Lima. He's okay. a pro boxer now. Oh, okay. He went to boxing uh, after our fight. Oh shit! And um, uh, Josh Rosenthal was the ref too. Oh shit! Yeah, to me he stopped a little prematurely because uh, I did get need, mm-hmm. but after that he threw thirteen punches and he wasn't like you know they say defend yourself intelligently, mm-hmm. but in my head he's swinging fast and now slowing down. And I'm catching his hands. I'm moving my head. Yeah. Like, I'm doing, in my head, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I could see it a little bit, you know? But he's not touching me. Like, mm-hmm. he's swinging at me, but I'm catching his hands. I'm moving. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had already split his eye open right. with an elbow. And um, and to me, he's just, he's getting tired. I'm, You know, he's getting tired, and I'm getting, like, I'm recouping. 
you know. And then, okay, so he yeah. just felt, he just had to weather the storm? Yeah, like, I, I had my guard up, and he was just swinging, but he was just missing the whole time. Like, he wasn't even touching me. And then he touched me one time, and he stepped in. And then, because uh, it was a war, bro. Like, Did you talk to him about that? First thing he told me was sorry. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry yeah. for fucking causing you. Yeah. And that fight I fought with a fractured foot. Because I was kind of like rushing into fights. Right. Like, um, first fight I fought uh, three months after I broke my rib. Four months after I broke my rib. So I had him in a guillotine too, a nasty guillotine. And when he lifted me up, I let it go. But I still got up, head kicked him, did yeah. all that. But I uh, made a mistake on the ground. That's when he got you with the red naked choke? Yeah. Was it, were you doing it for what you needed the money or what was it? No, no, I just loved it. You just wanted yeah. to do it? I always tell people like, like, in, like other podcasts, like MMA shows and stuff. Yeah. Like if you're fighting for money, you're in the wrong sport. You're in the wrong sport. Yeah, yeah, you ain't. I don't know, it seems like, well, a lot of Mayweather's fighting for money. Yeah, yeah, but Mayweather's a different animal. <laughs> also, too, he's done it for a long time. Like, because yeah. he wasn't making that money his first 25 fights. No. And then, you know, that was when he was a uh, pretty boy Floyd. Yeah, that's you when know? he was still knocking people out. And, like, what MMA is a type of sport, because, like, every fight I fought, my stock rose. Okay. Whether I lost, whether I won, like, my stock rose. Right. So, um. You left the mark there. Yeah, and, like, my coach didn't want me to take the last fight I took. On MMA, because it was a tough opponent. You're supposed to guide slowly. But I needed I needed to know yeah. if I could hang with the, the real ones. Right. In which I did. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just then the pandemic hit. And then uh, last year, I fucked up my knee. Uh, not ACL or nothing, but bang knees, sparring hella hard. And that shit fucked me up. What, uh, once you got out of the hospital, what's what's MMA now? What's, what's, what's the prognosis? Uh, I was told uh, by one doctor never fight again. Okay, is he saying don't fight again, or you're never gonna fight again? She she said not to fight again. Not to fight again. Yeah, that she wouldn't recommend it. Um, okay. But my actual doctor said he was a little bit more optimistic. He said 18 months, maybe 24 mm. months. Okay. So um, we're kind of going off that. And how long has it been? Two. <laughs> two. Two months since I got stabbed. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. Has it been that long then? Yeah. Nah, and I'm still kind of fucked up. Oh, okay. Like, I uh, I went and tried to punch my little punchy bag, and uh, no. not happening. No, no, no. Yeah, what's, your, what's your plan, assuming fighting doesn't work out? What do you, what are you thinking? I'll probably go play with comedy. Comedy? Yeah, I'll go play with comedy. And you were really. saying that yeah. earlier, that you want to do comedy. Yeah, I, I haven't really met a group of people I haven't made laugh. Okay. And like, like I said, I'm not really sitting there going to be like, you know, there's three guys that walked in the bar. It's just life stories, and, you know, when you... Live an adventurous life. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. You're going to... You're gonna, yeah. And then... Comedy, you just want to do stand-up? Are you looking to make content? What are you looking to do? Uh, I don't really feel like I'm at, I'm at that creative to do the content. Like, I have the vision, but I don't have the the camera work or, like, the... Like, I'm, I'm a better writer than I okay. feel like, you know... Who's your... Who are your favorite comedians? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Andrew Schultz, yeah, he's hella top. funny. Yeah, and he's like, hilarious. And I've been rocking with him since like uh, uh, Guy Code. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like it's not like I just jumped on the wave. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, he's hella funny yeah, too. Yeah, uh, I like Joe Rogan's podcast, but I don't really. Dude, care, I, I don't care for his stand up. I wouldn't watch his stand up live. Uh, it was not that good, man. Yeah. Tony, he, Tony opened from that day. Yeah. Um, Tony was funnier. Yeah, I think it comes with Tony's background though. He's also a white boy from the hood. Yeah, that's like, true. he doesn't sound like it. No, no. Yeah, and like he sounds like uh, a nerd. Yeah, early Kevin Hart too. Like yeah. early days, like before he blew up. Yeah, because now yeah. he's like a family man. Yeah, and now dude. he's like 
PC. He's doing all <laughs> kinds. I mean, I get it. He's fucking getting yeah. fucking paid a shit ton of money. But um, so once you do, you're gonna do a little little open mic or what? Yeah, yeah. I just go play around with open mics. Yeah. I already got my notes. I already got my yeah. Shit. You yeah. wanna you wanna see us? Nah, I can't do you it. Sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, nah. It's more I like doing it just naturally. <laughs> just you know, this is natural. Cause man. like I could tell you the notes and shit. Cause they're just funny. But like you know, we got stories about like the, my grandfather uh, ordering a porno on the Comcast back in the day, oh. <laughs> and then blaming my little brother and getting my little brother kicked out. Hell, uh, <laughs> and then it came back and it was him. Hell, I got we my. Knew, we knew right by the name it was him too. Who was the porno? It was like a Harry, <laughs> like, like, what? Like, like Harry Bush, like that oh, shit. Okay. We knew exactly who it was. It it was, was just, oh yeah, that's some. Yeah. That's some old school porn yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's an old ass man. So, um, my my boy just told me that like he he just got home and he uh <laughs> he went to his parents' house and he's like uh his parents are old right and he's looking through the fucking recent channels and his dad is watching fucking Spice Channel and Playboy and shit. And I'm, I always ask him, like, hey, you think your dad still gets it in? He's like, nah, man, they're hella old. They don't be doing that shit no more. He goes, I, I've never heard him fuck. Like, there, he goes, I, and the whole time I lived with my parents, I don't think I've ever heard him fuck or do anything. And I'm like, bitch, your dad's still watching porn. What the yeah, fuck are you talking think, about? Yeah, I think probably the first one I started with is, like, because uh, my grandfather, the same grandfather, ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, three months later, bro, my daughter walks up. And she's like, dad, your grandpa died? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you bringing that shit up for? You know? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we just got over that shit. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you crying? I was like, yeah, yeah. So he got crushed? I was like, God damn, what the fuck is he, the hell you been thinking about the last three months? You know what I mean? Like, damn, he's just thinking about, she's like, was there blood everywhere? And I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, damn, what the hell is she watching? Yeah, and I'm like, she's just, he's just old. So, how, how old are your kids, man? Uh, I got a 12-year-old, an uh, 8-year-old uh, who doesn't live with me, and then my two youngest. So I got my oldest and my two youngest that live with me. With you, okay. Yeah. And how do you like fatherhood? It's cool. It's all I've done since I, yeah. as an adult. Like my son was born, when I was eighteen, and then um, his his mom was you know immature, retarded. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've had custody of him since he was six months. Oh shit! And he's twelve now, and he's a champ. You know, he's got like five gold medals already. What does he do? Jujitsu? Jujitsu? Yeah. yeah, I started off with boxing, but I was like, because uh, grappling is so important, um, and I feel like. Boxing is cool. It looks cool, especially for girls. Like, yeah. if there's any girls listening, like, jujitsu is what you need to learn because yeah. jujitsu is built for the smaller person to manipulate the bigger person. Yeah. So, you have a lot of dads, especially like around here, because, you know, it's a boxing culture yeah, around yeah. here. You know, I say that too. I grew up a lot of Mexicans. You know, Mexicans yeah. love boxing. They do. Just Canelo <laughs> just fucking yeah. won this weekend. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, if a grown man wants that little girl on the ground, there ain't nothing that boxing gonna do. They're yeah, gonna, they're gonna walk through those punches. At some point, power takes over. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, but you teach them jujitsu, I save your life. Yeah, because they know yeah. it's funny as fuck. Because uh, I started before I hurt my back, I started doing jujitsu. Um, and they made me roll with like a little ass girl, and I was like, I've never been so fucking like humbled in my life. Yeah. I was like, I got like, that shit out the way early. <laughs> she goes to like turnips and shit. Like she she's good. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like. I was like, oh man, I'm like, you guys want me to, like, I'm, I I had like, what, I weigh 220 right now, she probably weighs like 120 pounds, yeah. I was like, I got 100 pounds, and I'm like, I'm gonna rip something out of there, and then she's like, nope, so nope, nope, back. nope, she was on my fucking back <laughs> yeah. trying to choke me, I was like, god damn it, no, yeah, dude, you, you have a little girl, man, that's the thing, you gotta, yeah, like, uh, I have one who wants to fight, like, she actually wants to compete, okay, and, uh, cause they're a year, they're like a year, some change apart, okay, yeah, and I, speaking of my stand-up, 
I'm still working on it. That's why I'm still writing it out. Oh, okay. So I don't want to, like, you know, nah, you're good, you're before good. I start. But, nah, uh, nah, you're as good. far as my daughters, um, I have one who wants to fight. Like, she wants to fight. Like, she throws head kicks. She's, she's about to Oh, fight. she wants to do the whole thing. She's like my little twin, though. Like, okay. she, like, personality wise, like, yeah. that's me. The other one's like her mom. She's more laid back. More, okay. You know? But I told her, she wants to do, like, ballet. But I'm like, you can do ballet, but you have to do jujitsu. You don't have to fight, but you have to learn. Like, it's, yeah. in my house, it's mandatory. Okay. Like, there's no if ands or buts about it. Like you, you have to learn to fight, and because of the confidence it brought me, like, That's true. like man, it's it, like obviously I'm hurt now, so it's a little different, you know, little mental issues with the whole being in public and shit. Right. But um, it's a great feeling, like being around a bunch of people and just knowing, like, I'll fuck all these people up. Just, just knowing. And it's that. not even like a way of like, like a um, arrogant way. It's like. You feel safe. Yeah, if shit pops yeah. off, I know I can I can yeah, protect my like, family and I can protect you know, myself. And a lot of people, a lot of people, though, they think they can fight, but when some shit happens, they panic. And your instinct, because a lot of people who've never been in a fight, they don't realize that, like, your instincts take over. When you fight, it's not like you're sitting there being well thought out. Oh, your instincts take, whatever your, whatever your body is trying to do is what it's going to do, whether that's curl up in a ball or, or... so for that reason, you know. You know, I got cute little daughters too, so it's like, you know, fucking men are retarded. You yeah, know what I mean, so it's like I rather them be able to, when they get older, they go to college or they work or they move out. Like I know, if someone puts their hands on them, they could defend themselves. So they don't have to fight. Like my son didn't have to fight either. Yeah, he just had to learn. And I gave right. him the choice. Like, what do you want? Like three years ago, I was like, what do you want to do? You want to do real sports like basketball, baseball, football, or do you want to focus on jujitsu and wrestling? I've done, I do CrossFit still, and like one session of jujitsu. I don't think I've ever been that worn out after a, yeah, that's a crazy. CrossFit workout. Like, even with me, like, I was doing a lot of grappling for this one. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times the people I fight with, they don't want to stand with me. Yeah. I hit way too hard for my size. And I, I've accredited to baseball. Oh, okay. Because I've pitched my entire life. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, your body, my body's just. You got used that to motion it. developed. Yeah, yeah, it's just there. Like, you know, and I, like, you know, no disrespect, Ricky. I love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> but, like, Ricky's a big guy. Yeah. But he doesn't have that natural punching ability. Right. He's a dog. Don't get me wrong. He's a fucking dog. Yeah. 4-0 as an amateur yeah. champion. Absolute dog. But he doesn't have that power because he doesn't have that natural motion. Okay. And it's like, I do. But and you have got to give him power, too. Yeah, and it's like, so when it comes to the fighting, I know people, even if they say they want to stand with me, I know they're not going to. Right. So I was training for, you know, using jujitsu as defense. Okay. Yeah. Like, cause yeah, at some point they're going to want to take you down. They're going to, because I'm, I'm, and I'm too, uh, cool, calm and collected. Yeah. Like, even when I, like I said, even when I got stabbed, like I'm, mm. I'm sitting there calm. Oh well, yeah. You have to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Expect, yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen people freak out. I've seen somebody get stabbed in the face <laughs> and then and just freak out and the blood is just shooting, just spilling and spilling. And, you know, you know, so I know you've got to be calm, but then because of my life, like the way I grew up, I'm, I grew up around a lot of chaos. Okay. So I'm calm under chaos. Like I almost feel comfortable, like natural. Like that's, that's my, what, that's, that's what my place I'm used to. So do you, is that just for fighting or is that just in, in life, life and yeah, regular? Yeah. Yeah. Just in life. Like I, like the first time I seen someone get shot, I was like kindergarten. God damn. The first time I seen someone get stabbed, I was nine. Like in your neighborhood or what? Yeah. Or? Yeah. It was, it was like a, it's bad. So you're like desensitized to it now? Yeah. I'm like severely desensitized to where like, I go to sleep. Like I could watch some. I could probably watch someone get murdered and just go to sleep after. 
Do you watch like those cartel videos, beheadings and shit? Uh, I used to when I was younger, but like I don't really look out for them no more. It's no, like, my brother loves that shit. You've seen one, you've seen them all. He's just sitting there fucking and, eating. He's just watching yeah, this it's shit. It's gotten worse too. Like they're trying, they're like skinning people alive and shit yeah, like that. Dude. Like, oh, I don't need to see that. Like watching, uh, my brother watched uh, those Reddit uh, threads, like the yeah. brutal beatdowns and shit. Yeah, I, mean, I swear to God, I'm on that Reddit too. Yeah, my brother's yeah. like, yep, I haven't been on here all week. And he just yeah. sits there eating and he's just watching. Yeah, he's watching. And like, I don't even know why I watch that shit, but. Like, it almost, because of the way I grew up, like, I can't even watch certain, like, TV shows, because I'm like, ah, oh, it's fake. That wouldn't happen like that. Like, 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 like it just takes mad. my imagination away. Like what? Like, uh, the shootouts, the bullshit. Oh, like, okay. It's like, oh, no, not not one siren, huh? Like, I'm so, like, particular with that shit. Like, oh, not one siren? I'll never watch that show again. So you can't watch, like, fighting movies and shit either? Uh, some of them. If they're done well. Like, The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg, that was done well. That was, um, yeah, I heard that, that was one of the better ones. Uh, I think my favorite one ever was probably The Price of Glory. Never watched Back it. Back in the day. It's uh, it's about, um, damn, what's his name? Legend, he's like a legendary Mexican accent, uh, actor, too. Um, almost. No, not James Olmos. Uh, have you seen Sons of Anarchy? Yes. He was um, uh, Nero. Nero? Nero. Oh, um, hold on. Let's look this shit up. I'm yeah, and then uh, Selena's boyfriend is like the main boxer from the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that movie's good, bro. That's about three brothers who come up. Like, look up Price of Glory, bro. That's, that's probably one of the best boxing movies or fighting movies in general that I've ever seen. Jimmy Smith? Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically, he's um, he's like a former pro boxer who... um. Got guided the wrong way in his career, so he got he fought someone he wasn't supposed to fight and got his ass whipped, got hurt, career ending. Uh, I see, I but his son's box. Oh, okay. And I don't want to ruin it for you, but there's like tragedy in it. There's I spoil but, it. I don't watch movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, one of them ends up getting shot, killed. But like these three, it's about these three brothers. You got one who's like champion, mm-hmm. and you got one who's like that's the issues. You know, typical middle child. Mm-hmm. I'm a middle child, so I yeah. know how that shit goes. But. I be jumping see, around. I don't even. Price think. of Glory from two thousand one or two. It two like that. Here, it's two thousand. Let's see who's in this movie. Let's see, Jimmy Smith, John Cena. Okay, who's it based on? Oh yeah, that is Selena's boyfriend. Yeah, he's the he's the oldest son. He's like the like the best one out of the group. Well, actually, the youngest one was supposed to be the best, but he ended up getting murdered. Oh. Uh, he ended up beating up a, like a manager uh-huh. and that dude is a comedian another com- the comedian is the one who sent him up oh a shit comedian let me see here. well comedian in real life not. oh yeah it looks like they did pretty well in the box office yeah it's not bad I need to check that out yeah I watch that shit in English Spanish everything <laughs> everything so you watch a lot of fighting too yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan. That's like my favorite sport. It kind of took over. Who's 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 the best fighter? Who's the best MMA fighter of all? Who's the best mixed martial artist of all time? John Jones. Really? How do you debate it? Huh? Look at his resume. How do you debate it? I think he's the best fighter of all time. Yeah. I don't think he's the best mixed martial artist of all time. Who would you say is? GSP. GSP. Yeah. It's cool, but GSP lost. Twice. Yeah, but GSP never popped. That's true. GSP never popped, and GSP never... Uh, how do you say? And you have to think too. If you're if you're a purist like I am, like in my eyes, GSP is undefeated because he came back and dominated the two people who beat him. So in my yeah. eyes, he got that lost back. He'd be number two. Yeah. My favorite though is Anderson. Anderson That's your favorite fighter of all time. Anderson Silva is my favorite fighter of all time. Hmm. I love Anderson. I love Prime Anderson Silva. And Nate Diaz. Nate. Yeah. Nate's yeah. cool. Yeah. I've, uh, I feel like 
I used to like Tito Ortiz back in the day too. But the older I got, the one because when I started watching UFC, he was the champ. That, yeah, that's when that's when I started. When I really started paying attention, it was like tough three. Okay. Kendall Grove. Uh, yeah. Michael Bisman. I actually trained with Kendall Grove in Hawaii. Did you? Yeah, I went and sparred like fucking six or seven of his guys. Damn. I went on vacation, took all my MMA gear. Just in case? Nah, not just in case. I knew what I was going to go do. <laughs> I knew I was going there to go fight. Like, it was right before I hurt my knee because I was training to come back. Uh-huh. Um, that was last year, I think. Okay. And so... Even though I was on vacation, I'm like, hell no, I'm going to go get some respect out of from these Samoans out here. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall Spider Grove. He was like the fake yeah. spider. Yeah, yeah. That was his nickname, well, too. He was in um, he was in the UFC before Anderson, though. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, he, and the reason he was a spider is because he's like six foot six. Yeah. So And he used Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu. He's a, uh, like a three-time, uh, or what's it called? Black belt. He's a black belt, but he's like a. Third degree? Third degree black third degree belt. Third degree black belt. That's what I'm looking for. I love Anderson. Anderson was great. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My I started watching MMA in... What was the fight? The first fight I watched was... Uh, the first fight I ever watched was... In that, it's only because I would watch a lot of the WWE. Yeah. It, it was, it was uh, Ken Shamrock versus... Uh, Ken Shamrock versus Rich Franklin. Mm. When he broke his ankle with a ankle lock, mm. and he, uh, but Rich still finished him. Rich Franklin's story is crazy. Yeah, it is. Like how he was just, he was just fighting just to be, like, just to pay, like, just to make some money through college. Yeah, and then fucking went twenty two and one, and then <laughs> UFC. Ben Anderson came and fucking took everything, broke his face yeah. twice. And I was like, God damn it! No, my favorite fighter of all time has always been Dan Henderson. Yeah, I love Dan Henderson, but that, that power is crazy, right? That shit never went because he doesn't look like. He doesn't look like physically imposing. No, he's slow as fuck. Mm-hmm, but, he's oh. slow. He's just like drags on. He just he just had one punch. I think, I think the first UFC fight I ever paid for, um, I don't even know how I got the money. I was fucking young, but it was a uh, Ken Shamrock and Tito. Oh, I remember and then that it got fight. stopped early. Yeah, and then uh, Dana and then they put it on Spike TV for free to kind of give the fans like a you know like a payback. Like here. <sighs> Because the ref kind of stopped it early. It did. And then Tito just dominated him. Oh, but and yeah, that's... The next one I got was Chuck Liddell and Tito, and you know how that went. Chuck, Tito, Chuck, and Tito... I think I watched... They fought, what, three times, four times now? I think twice. Oh, three times now. I think I watched the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Chuck knocked him out, knocked him out against yeah. the cage. No, I've been yeah. watching... T- M- Chuck, like, just mind-fucked him, I feel like. Because Tito didn't fight a style or nothing. Tito? Mm-hmm. He just wrestled. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like he didn't even try. He's hard. Liddell yeah. so hard that he was so hard to take down. And he was kind of rangy, like he had a lot of length to him. Yeah, he was built really funny. Yeah, and like sometimes, like I know, like when I'm fighting people because I'm smaller, it's like when they get there, you're like oh, I, I do all right sparring, and then you just can't fucking reach them, and then it fucks with your mind. Has anyone beat the shit out of you sparring when you're like, God damn it? Yeah, my boy Chila. Yeah, yeah, because you don't get tired. Okay, you don't get tired, and he's probably like two, three weight classes. Of, Above me, mm-hmm. and he just you know he's like sparring with him. He was kind of like you know you go home sometimes like fuck why am I doing this? Like damn. But then let's like then I go spar people my weight class and I'm like oh yeah that's why that's why yeah yeah, yeah. it's because I it's like swinging a baseball bat with weights and then you take the you take the weight off uh-huh. and the bat's super light and that's what it's like fighting people my size because I fight a lot of my sparring partners especially in Mercedes there's not a big MMA group okay so a lot of them are bigger than me. So it's like I stick my hand out and I'm not there. I got to eat four or five punches to. And then you get in there. Yeah, and then I fight someone my size and I'm just teeing off, and 
and I'm creative. Like I, I do a lot. Of, like I make it look like I'm throwing an overhand, throw an uppercut, like Mike Tyson style. Yeah, like I got a lot of little do, tricks up my sleeve. Do you want to come back and fight? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially because like, man, like, like the videos on my phone, like because we're recording a lot of my sparring. Okay. And like I found my style. I wasn't wasting movements. I had you know, it's uh, similar to like Peter Yan style. Okay. Hands up, shield high, move forward. Um, I found like I just got I got into my own. Okay. Like, I got into my own. Like yeah, my expectations were so high on this one because I was signed. I was already signed yeah. to fight August twentieth. Like I was had a contract, everything. And it just I was in fight camp. Oh shit. Yeah, and it's like, like my bad, but like on the like. I can't look at my phone, but yeah, no, you could, yeah. man. Just uh, send me your, you know what? I, I'm gonna send me the videos, yeah, and then on the video, I I, I can uh, post it so we can yeah, they can be watching, uh, they can watch. It was you. boxing. Boxing helped me slow down, yeah, because like I said, I was almost like rushing, rushing myself and doing too many wasted mm-hmm. movements and like circling around too much when I didn't need to be. You know, it was almost like I was running laps while I was fighting. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, inefficient. Inefficient is yeah. definitely, and it's like boxing kind of was like oh. Slow down. Yes, because they're in boxing. If you like in MMA, you watch like a lot of. Even when Nate was fighting with uh, Tony, there's a lot of running around and just. Yeah. And yeah. then, but then you watch Canelo or anyone, any even amateur boxers fight. They're just like don't waste. Yeah, and the- I, I almost feel like I started drinking my like my Kool Aid a little too much. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> started feeling myself. Too you believe much. the hype? Yeah, not. I feel like I started playing like the role more than just like fighting. Because like in my first fights, I'm just like. Myself, just calm, mm-hmm. shut, shut the fuck, you know, just staring, just focused. Oh, okay, okay. And then, you know, I turn pro and I'm all flexing and doing dumb shit. And, oh. Yeah, like, not really, you know, and like I said, inefficient. Yeah. To where uh, I feel like a lot of times you see champions who are like 34, 35 because their mind caught up to their body. Like, they've yeah. always had the ability, but their mind wasn't there. Like, like it slows down. Okay. And, like, that's what boxing helped me. Okay. Like going to take those boxings. Like a lot of people are like, "Why are you doing boxing? What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm taking. Yeah. I never had a boxing fight with more than two weeks' notice. And I'm fighting dudes who are like four and zero. Yeah, you know. But I knew what my plan was. Yeah. I needed that experience, and MMA wasn't around because when the pandemic hit, MMA faded. But right. boxing so big that there's somewhere there's oh, boxing yeah, somewhere. That was shit. That the show's not gonna and stop. A lot of MMA fighters go into boxing and get knocked out because they don't know how to box. They'll just go there and start swinging, and you you try to fight like firefight with a boxer, you're gonna get caught. Like Connor, yeah, uh, he did decent. He did um, okay. I feel like he punched himself out, but yeah, but yeah. it's gonna happen. But like um, every single card I've boxed on, MMA fighters got knocked out cold. They don't understand. It's a different power, and they're rushing forward, and they, you know, yeah. And like in boxing, to be honest with you, I know boxing might feel disrespected, but that shit's easy. Like, yeah. it's easy not to get hurt. You don't have to worry about getting taken down. You don't have to worry about getting submitted. Keep your fucking hands up. Yeah, that's... Keep your hands up. Know who you are and know who you're not. Yeah. Like, you got a lot of people, uh, and, like, and I won't say his name, but, like, I have a boy who has no business in a boxing ring. Right. He just doesn't have that motion. His body, he don't have no punching power. Fucking beast in jiu-jitsu. And then, like, he'll do an MMA fight. And I'm like, you plan on taking him down? No. What the fuck are you doing? And then he goes and, you know, gets CTE. It's, like, a, it's a lot. Like, I don't know. With boxing, it's ego. a lot of uh, like MMA. There's hella shit to think about. Yeah, like hella shit. Like me doing jujitsu, I'm like, damn. Even my brother who's doing it with me, he uh, I was like, 
I'm over here almost getting choked out. And I'm like, dude, how do you worry about this shit? Like, I'm I'm just worrying about getting choked out or, like, giving up yeah. my arm or something. I'm like, every, every, you guys have to worry about fucking getting punched in the face and all kinds yeah. of shit. Like, it I'm, sounds weird, but, like, getting punched in the face doesn't bother me, like, at all. Like, I don't know if I'm conditioned for it. because you're it. Yeah, it's like, it just doesn't, like, it, it don't scare me. It don't hurt. It doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me, like, whatsoever. So it's like, and that's what my coach is always like, you know what you do to a crazy person? You take them down. So credit to my coach, but, like, sometimes I feel like, fuck, why are we doing this shit again and again and again and again? But then I fight a wrestler, and I'm defending the takedowns. I'm, Instinct. Yeah, and, like, finding out who I, I feel like the last two years with the pandemic, I found out who I was as a fighter. And that's why I was so excited about this fight. I was finding an undefeated guy, too. Okay. So it wasn't like I was finding, like, own 5 guy. Like, I was finding an undefeated guy, but I felt, I knew I found my 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 home. Like, I knew. You found that balance you needed, found, to. Yeah, and the boxing helped me slow down. You know, I got 15 minutes. Like, my cardio was getting good. Because I, I used to be able to not to get through two rounds. Like, to be honest with you. Like, my first four fights. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't, like, in sparring. But it's because I wasn't doing, I wasn't being efficient i was just kill 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 and it's like you know, yeah that street mentality so yeah man. and then you, you, you find yourself you know trying to get out of there before the yeah. cops got there yeah the what, uh what if what if like your next if you fight when you fight again not if you fight, when you fight again what happens if that doesn't work out what if you lose do it again do it again yeah um MMA is such a different sport because it's like, I mean, you can say people get lucky or whatever like that, but it's like, it's it's kind of hard for me because I've never been knocked out. Okay. I've never been knocked out cold. I've never, like, I got a TKO loss on my record, but that's because Josh Rosenthal stopped that yeah. shit while I wasn't even being hit. Right. Like, I'll show you that shit too. And it's yeah. like, it's frustrating. Like, why? I try not to watch it because it's like, in my head, because I got need. Yeah. I kind of need. I got, uh, broke my nose. But I was cool. Like, he hits me one more time after, and then my hands are up. I'm grabbing his hands. I'm moving my head. And you just see his hands going past me. Like, he's not touching me. Right. So, and in my head, I'm like, what, we probably got like a minute or two left in the round. He's getting tired. Like, event, you know, and my legs are up high, So, too. you're all there. You're... Yeah, yeah. I was coherent. I was there. And then, um, I could see whatever. But, like, the fact that he told me sorry, the first thing, it was like, because I looked at he said he like, when he stopped it, I looked at him, I was like, and, like, I, they say protect yourself intelligently, and I feel like I was. What did your coaches say about that, about your loss? Told you not to take that fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my coach, he's, a, he's an old school. Like, he, he grew up in, like, the gladiator days. Oh, like, when okay. he was fighting, where you yeah. go and you just beat the shit out of each other in the gym. And, like, there's some things I don't agree with with him. But, like, as I got older, because, like, I kind of shifted away. Okay. And then I started going to Stockton. But then I was like. Over there, it's kind of more laid back. And he's like a drill sergeant. Mm. And with my fucking... Fucking uh, off history. Yeah, my, yeah I need that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like... Like I said, I was doing everything right. I was sitting there, like, lasting rounds. Like, my last sparring video I have, I think... Like, I'm whooping dude, and that's like round eight. Oh, shit. So, like... I was, Eventually, it started giving you dividends for that. Yeah. My brain caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to just fucking be flashy and try to knock you out. And, you know, I almost, like, got spoiled. Because... My first two fights, I won them so quickly. So it's like, and that's it, true. and you can't fight a pro the same way you fight an amateur. No, and that's kind of I feel like that's what I was doing. That's but with like, any sport. But like I said, the my 
They had like 15 uh, amateur fights each. The two guys I fought as a pro. You only had four combined. They were my third. Three, and, right? They were my third and fourth. Third and fourth. Yeah, and like I said, they both retired after fighting me. So what's that say? You know. Yeah, it's like, well, it's not gonna be easier than this. I kicked Shit. one in the head. I split the other one's face open because I throw elbows. I throw yeah. elbows like punches. Yeah. Like I throw a jab and then an elbow behind it. Just that mental error that got yeah. to you. You're like, God damn it, I'm ready to yeah, choke. That gra- yeah, that gra- yeah, that fucked up. Yeah, I hurt so yeah. bad. I hurt- that one hurt my pride. Yeah. Like the fight that Josh Romanthal stopped early. It was a war. Like, we just beat the shit out. It, we were two strikers. Yeah, okay. And so it was just a war. So, like, that one doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, it is what it is. I fought hard. It was yeah. a good fight. The one, the other one had nothing for me. And I feel like I was just like, here you go. Damn, he just turned yeah. one way and god Got damn lucky. it. What happened was, because uh, I didn't realize how bad I hurt him with the head kick. Okay. Because I slipped. Oh. But my shin hit the side of his head. Yeah. And so, like, the video, like, when he... When he goes on the ground, he goes head first. So it's like I was responding to his corner and not what he was doing. Oh, shit. What did his corner say? Uh, his corner was like, elbow, elbow, elbow. So I like, turned to like avoid the elbow. And because um, I had got him off me again, I was defending on the ground yeah. hella good. And then I went to push his leg back for, I don't even know why. I was stupid as hell. And he just stepped over and got mount. But he was doing nothing. He was just holding me. Yeah. And so like I had no reason to turn that way. And it's just... That's the one, I swear. That's the one that keeps me up at night. Still to this day, I you're swear like, to God, God damn it. And I wanted that fight back. But, um, you know, his coach actually, I actually trained with his coaches now before, you know, I got hurt or whatever. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I think he got in an accident or something. Mm, so, sucks. yeah, so I'm never going to get that one back. Who's your coach? Uh, you? Here, Phil Collins. Phil Collins? Yeah. What do you train out of? Uh, I train here in, in Stockton. In Stockton? Yeah, with uh, uh, Vic Gowden. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was I was splitting I was splitting up my time. What are the names of the gyms? Uh, Gracie Fighter Stockton. Okay. And then uh, Team Pain. Oh, okay. Team Pain's more of a it was me, uh, Ricardo Galvez, um, Chilo Gutierrez, and then there's a couple of amateurs like uh, Mike Alonzo, um, Michael Gomez. We turned that kid into a killer too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go into coaching at some point too? Yeah, I think I'm a natural coach. Like. Like, even when I'm, like, beating up, because a lot of times when you spar someone, especially in, like, a bigger gym, mm-hmm. they're not always an MMA fighter. You might spar a Muay Thai guy. You might spar a Jiu-Jitsu guy. You know, so it's like, I'll whoop their ass and then literally coach them how to beat me. Okay. Because so you... it makes me have to adjust. Right. And uh, I've been coaching my son since he can move. Yeah, that kid is a beast. Is he? Yeah, that kid, he has everything. Does he want to fight? Yeah, he, yeah. he loves this shit. Like, he's uh, he's only been competing for a year. He's been in seven tournaments, and he's won five of them. Is he just doing jujitsu Right now, yeah. He starts wrestling next month. Okay. Yeah. For the school or for? For the school, yeah. For the school? Yeah, I didn't, um, he started out boxing, but I didn't want him to get the head trauma too early. Yeah. So, with, with boxing, like, I'll spar with him, but I know how to punch. I know yes. how to, like, hit him with an open head, like. You can gauge, you're not there to make an yeah, A for yourself. Yeah, and I'm not like going to fucking dog my son out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then boxing, especially as a youngster, like, it's just war. In the amateur boxing, you just stand in front of you. It's like rock'em, sock'em, robot. Yeah, you're just trying to make a name for yourself at yeah. that point. Yeah, and it's like, um, look at all the champions. What are they? They're grapplers mostly. Yeah, So right now, yeah. And it's like, um, to be able to dictate the fight is huge. Like me, like, I don't ever shoot for a takedown. I might fake one, throw a knee or something, but I won't. It's not in my DNA. Okay. My shit is... Fight you, defend, choke you if I need to. I have a, I have a cool gate. I have a nice gate team. Okay. Yeah. So like. So you just you're just thinking about beating you up. Offense. Yeah, offense. I move forward, 
Because a lot of times when you're running, and that's what happened in my last my last MMA fight too, is uh, once I got in the ring, I start circling around like I'm TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not my style. My style is Peter Yan style. Yeah. Just walk him down. Walk he, him down. You think he's going to take out O'Malley? As much as I like O'Malley to win, that's a tough, that's a tough fucking, that's a tough fight. How man. do you feel about that fight? It's entertaining, entertaining, for sure. But it's like, dude might make an example out of him. Too soon for O'Malley, or what do you think? I, personally, I believe so. Yeah. But, shit, we'll see. <laughs> the thing about Peter Young's style is deceiving. Yes. Because you think you're winning. Because he don't turn it up until the second or third round. That's true. You, you just, you know, he makes it look like you're winning. It was like that first, second Aldo fight he had. looked yeah. like he was, I'm like, damn, Aldo's, you know, under. Aldo did him for like two. But it, what it is, he has a very good defense. Yeah. So he's, it's almost, obviously it's not the same, but it's a similar to what Mayweather does. Yeah. To where at first, you're like, oh, he's not hitting me. He's not hitting me. But he's just timing everything just, you're doing. He's just timing. He's just calculating it. Anderson Silva would do the same thing. Anderson yeah. Silva wouldn't throw a punch for four minutes. Nope, he'd wait. Mm-hmm. He'd and wait. then once he gauged it, boom, game over. Yeah. Um. I believe Peter Young's one of the best fighters in the world. Oh, for sure. Uh, I don't believe he beat Aljamain, though. He called me when I was in the hospital. Who? Aljamain Stanley. Did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. My brother was there, like, in the VIP area. So, like, I got calls from Aljamain, uh, Joanna John Jacek. What? Um, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. Um, they all they all FaceTimed me. I was in the hospital. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that's tight. I got yeah. it all screen recorded, too. Maybe you did die, dude. Huh? Maybe you did die. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. God damn, uh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. What did they, what did they tell you? Uh, just, you know, my brother had all of them call me a pussy. Uh, but uh, they were, like, just wishing me well and, like, yeah. surprised that you got stabbed. And, you know, shit like that. That's what's up, man. The worst part about getting stabbed is my fight getting taken. Especially, like, now. Like, that. this was my time to show out. Like, I was fighting the dude in his backyard, too. Like, I was fighting San Francisco guy in San Francisco on his coach's card. And I was going to make an example out of him. Like, I, in my heart, I, I knew. You knew. I knew because I, I was doing all the little shit. Waking up at 8 a.m., driving to Stockton to get my pad work on days that we didn't have practice. Mm. Like, doing all the little shit. My stamina yeah. was there. Everything was there. Everything was kind of coming. Your head caught up to your body. Yep. I'll yeah. stop fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> And then, let me see here. Give me a second here. I'm pulling why, something. Yeah, why are you pulling that up? Who you got out of Oliveira and Islam? Oliveira. I love Oliveira. I love Oliveira. Yeah. Especially he, watching his rise. I think he's the best fighter right now. Yeah. Well, he might be the best fighter in the world right and now. And a lot of people have tried to say he's chinny, but I'm like, nah, I think he gets hurt and he's smart. Because you see a lot of times, you see someone get hurt. And um, I remember one day, man, I had a fucking parlay. Right, and it was an undefeated guy, and I picked him, and he got hurt. And instead of blocking, he just starts throwing and gets knocked out. Yeah, and I'm like, Oliver is smart. He's like, Nah, come down. It's all about the reaction, mm -hmm. post, yeah. post getting hit. That's when yeah. you find out when shit's real. Yeah, and uh, we'll see what happens with Islam. Uh, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but Oliver, I like Oliver's style. I think just Oliver, there's too many variables with them knowing. Yeah. My what... brother's going to that shit. Is he in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. God damn. I'm, that's, I don't know, I, I've been talking about Oliver for a long fucking time, I'm like, he's gonna be fucking champion. Yeah. I'm one of those weird people, I got like a favorite fighter for every division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, 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 you have to. Yeah. They're all like, they're, yeah. um, Like, you know who Alex Perez is? Who? Alex Perez, 125-er. I think he fought for the title once. Is he still in the UFC? Yeah. Alex Perez. He just lost, though, to, 
forgot what to do. He's making like three. He lost on the same card that um, Moreno just fought on. Why does that sound so familiar? He's from Lamore. Is he? Oh, you know what? He's a touch. My my boy actually beat him too. Yeah. And then he came back and beat my boy though. Hold on. Uh, let me see. What's his name? Let me see here. Oh yeah, it looks like yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty. He looks so fucking familiar. I fuck with TJ. I like TJ Dillashaw style a lot. I mean, I know he popped and they said he was on that shit for years before that, and I believe him. But well, you, they say you can't take that shit just once. Yeah, they, they say like that was not his first time taking that shit. Yeah, nah. And then, um, but I think everyone's on they, something. Yeah, except I, the Diaz brothers. Yeah, that's true because their their bodies never changed. Nah, never. Mm-mm. They've always been long and, and lanky. I'm and a just... Barry Bonds fan, so I watched the. I seen what HGH does. <laughs> you know, From one season to another. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, Ted got bigger. Dude, he was like fucking fifty pounds heavier. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, shit. Yeah. even his head got fucking huge. Yeah. Dude. Baseball is better though, huh? That's the baseball is better back when everybody's on steroids. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. see why they don't let them just be on steroids. It's no. Just fucking baseball. Hit, hit home runs. Dude. That's yeah. what that's what gets the people in. Is home like Judge this season? Yeah, it's fucking first time. The first time someone hit sixty home runs without the asterisk. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, yeah whatever. Supposedly, yeah. I feel like at that stage, like someone's on, like they're everyone's, so far ahead of the something. game. Every pitcher wants to throw faster. Yeah. Every every faster reflexes, yeah. faster recovery. They're fucking. They're playing a whole get whole ass game every other yeah. every. But mine's still kind of like whatever. I think the worst part about uh, the whole getting stabbed and being out for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So I'm 31, so like I wanted to do my run now, but it's MMA is different. Like you know, back in the like in football, 31 might be getting old. MMA, but you're, you're just, getting the prime. just getting started. Yeah. Because a lot of the champions are old, like Nganu. Mm-hmm. Just won the title, what, like a year ago? Yeah, he's like 35. 37. But yeah. 37. I, I, like I said earlier, I believe it's due to the mental, you know, the body's always been there, but then the mental's there. It's like about slowing down. Yeah. Like, also, too, I, like, my gift is, uh, I don't, like, you know, like, backstage, everybody's like, <laughs> right there. And yeah. I'm like, hey, look at this video. <laughs> Take a shot. Like I don't even, like it don't it ain't shit to me. You know, I've been in real situations where, you know Well look at John Jones. He's thirty five now and he's barely He's such like as good as he is, you can't it's hard you can't say that he didn't waste a lot of his years. He did, around. but would he be the same person if he didn't do that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I he... still I do believe, um, as much as I like John Jones, I think he lost a gust of in his first fight. Oh, I don't know. I think I always think rounds Four and five Almost, yeah. count for even if they don't, they still count for more, and that's when he turned that shit on, like yeah, he did he against did. Reyes. Yeah, and I watched it. I rewatched it um, a couple weeks ago. The fight. Yeah. And I was like, at the time, because I watched it live. Yeah. At the time, I was like, oh, Gustafson won. I recorded it. Yeah. But when I watched it. I was like, uh. four and what five. What do you think? The, what do you think the biggest robbery is in MMA? Yeah. Um. Right now. No, like the biggest, the biggest robbery that. To me, for example, I'll give you an example. Uh, Johnny Hendricks versus GSP. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I watched that fight, and Johnny Hendricks won that fight. Oh, the first one with GSP. Mm-hmm. Oh. Johnny Hendricks won that fight. But they say to beat the champ, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. Yeah. But uh, probably Jones Cormier was like the one. I don't think they liked each other. Yeah. No, I meant like robbery in the sense of like where somebody won. But they got robbed. Oh, robbery. Judges. Robbery. Like, I think that worst, decision. worst decision. Oh, worst decision yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. shit. Robbery got to be Jones and Cormier because it was so real. They hated each other. Because, like, Diaz and McGregor is a cool rivalry, but that's a competitive rivalry. Yeah. They're not, like, 
enemies. They're there for money. Yeah, it's a competitive rivalry. Me versus you. Oh man, what's Jones the... and Cormier was like Crips and Bloods. Yes. <laughs> Damn. What's the biggest robbery in MMA? Um. Max Holloway got robbed last year. Oh, you know what? That might be it for me. Yeah, that was a that was a bad I th- one. I thought he'd be Volkanovski. That was a bad one. I thought he'd be Volkanovski. The first one, Volkanovski won. I yes. love Max Holloway yes. too. That's that's my favorite forty five. Yes. Um, yes, I thought he won that and dominated the last one. Yeah, but that second one, no, 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 no cost no. me seven hundred bucks too. I thought Max won that second one. Yeah, I, I thought easily. Everybody did. Yeah, I was like Max yeah. won. There's no way Max didn't win. Whenever they go to Texas, I'm like, ah, oh, someone's getting robbed. <sighs> Texas judges, I don't know what it is, but they're. In, Crucial. That's yeah. That's a good fight there. Yeah, yeah. Even the Bobby Green one, like Bobby Green fought. You know the dude leans back. Bobby uh, Green. Fiziv. Fiziv. Oh yes, 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 uh, yes. He beat Bobby Green. Yeah. But that third round, Bobby Green dominated. See, I got a fucking elephant memory. Like I remember yeah. everything. You know. Um, but Bobby Green dominated, and they still gave that dude the third round. One judge, at least. But everybody's like, it was a robbery. Like, not nah, not exactly, because the first two rounds, Bobby Green lost. It just should have been a two to one. Two to one, yeah. Yeah. But it just shows you how bad the judges are sometimes. Oh, dude, sometimes I'm like, especially in boxing, I'm like, fuck. I can't stand man. boxing. No. Not anymore. No. No, it's just, it's too political. Like, the best fighters don't fight the best fighters until hella later where nobody gives a fuck. And heavyweight, they do. There's, yeah, yeah, heavyweight. Heavyweight's. I feel like it's coming back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they're fighting tough fights, but I feel like there's too many, um, there's too many parties involved. Yeah, oh, too many governing sanctions. Yeah, too like, many titles. Too everyone many promoters. Has, everyone has a title. Everyone has all this they're and all that promo- shit. Like, and like people say what they want about Dana, but the best fight, the best. Oh, dude, and you, Dana's a man. Uh, yeah, I love Dana. I like, love Dana White. Yeah, yeah. To me, I'm like, dude, he's like the best. Like, yeah. man, once he leaves the UFC, I'm gonna be like, MMA wasn't. MMA wouldn't be what it was if it wasn't for him. No, it was not. Fuck no. Him not giving a fuck. No. Especially... I mean, don't get me wrong. He has his moments where I'm like, Dana, what the fuck are you saying? But I think a lot of it's business related to where like you can't show your cards. During the pandemic, yeah. dude. He showed he mm-hmm. showed everyone what the fuck was up during the pandemic. We yeah. like, we're still going to put shit on. Because, yeah, he lies. You know, like, there's times where he lies. Uh, but it's like, but when you're playing poker, you're going to tell the truth? No. No, you're not no. going to show your cards. No, dude. That's why yeah. Bellator and... One have seen them, they just can't catch up. It did Mark Hunt dirty though, mm. <laughs> with the Brock Lesnar shit, because you know they exempt him from testing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Brock, yeah. Brock's a fucking. I don't know how the fuck they let Brock. They just showed a picture of Brock when he when he fought Hunt, and I was like, how the fuck did they let that guy yeah, fight? Yeah. How do you go and be like, nah, he's cool. No, yeah. we don't. Because you're test supposed them. to like, like say you retire or whatever, you have to give you solder like four months. Yeah, you got to get back in the pool. Speaking of that. You know who fucked up? Henry Cejudo. Mm. He bet on himself way too early because he was acting like he was like the GOAT. And as good as he was, it was still too early. He he beat TJ. Cool. And then he won the 35 and then defended it. Cool. That's only once. Yes. That's what I hate about this new era. It's like you got guys like GSP and Anderson who just line them up. Yep. And then that's how... And DJ, that, Demetrius Johnson, that's how you become the GOAT. Yep. Not fucking beat two guys... And that well, it's like Charles Oliveira. He's running through everyone. I don't think Khabib's a goat. I don't even think he's on the like to be mentioned. You know, most of his fights are on his dad's promotion. Yeah, yeah. Two round fights. He only has thirteen UFC fights. Yeah, John Jones has thirteen title fights. John Jones blocked me on Instagram. Did he? Yeah. Talking shit or what? Yeah, talking shit about his grandma. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie I'd be saying some wild shit so. I was like hi, and he posted like his grandma doing something, and I think I was like. Oh, I, I, 
stupid, but I was like, oh, your grandma's ugly or some shit like that. Yeah, she might blocked, be. He blocked me. Yeah, she's, but she was. She was fucking ugly. But he fucking blocked me. Yeah. To this day, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't. I used to do that when I was younger. I used to go and try to get people to block me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think he might be like the most famous person. To block I didn't even got to get people to block. Instagram blocks me. Yeah. Facebook. I fucking. I said uh, a joke about candy corn and got blocked on Facebook. What was the joke? Whoever put candy corn on pizza should get shot. <laughs> Who puts candy corn on pizza? That's what I'm saying. That shit. It was a picture of candy corn on a pizza, and I was like, "Whoever made this should be shot." My fucking TikTok got banned after like did it? Yeah, and I had like 10 million. Yeah, views. I was gonna say you had like you hit 10k followers, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like 12 when it got banned. What did it say? Uh, I posted a video, an old video of my cousin and my brother. They're they're fighting, but I didn't post a fight. It was been they're just both holding each other hella tight. Like <sighs> I posted that. Got permanently banned. What? Yeah, you can't shit. fight that. I mean, I'm trying. It says appealing, but that I was like, I don't even give a fuck about the views. I liked going live playing Madden. Oh, I'm hella into like Madden. Streaming? Yeah, because uh, you know, Twitch is whatever. But like, I had like four or five hundred people watching me just play Madden, just bullshit, crack jokes, fucking roast people. Do you, you watch know. football? Hell yeah. Yeah, who's your team? Cowboys. Uh, so you know, I'm a Giants fan and a Cowboys fan. So you know, I'm just stressed uh, out all year. It's a uh, it's a bad season to be a Cowboys fan, man. Yeah. Hey, we got the win last week, to my surprise. Yeah, hey, Rush, I mean, he might not, yeah. he might not be too bad. 2-0. Yeah, I, know. I mean, he, uh, he he won the last one, too. My thing with the Cowboys is uh, Jerry Jones needs to die. Yes, he does. He needs to step down, dude. Yeah, or die, whatever. One of the two. Well, yeah, yeah. He needs to step down, dude. He's just... His, he's his, the only owner who's also the GM. What well, yeah. the fuck are you doing? Well, once Al Davis said, yeah, he's the only one. He's just meddling. Uh, yeah. He's meddling, and I'm like, dude, you don't... He's picking favorites, yeah. and... I'm, to be honest with you, I'm a Tony, like Tony Romo gets a lot of shit. That's my favorite. Player oh, Tony Romo's cool. I like Tony Romo. Yeah, and like I hate that he didn't get his last chance. And Des caught it. Des mm, caught yep. that. Yeah, shit. he caught it. Yeah, he caught it. They I, made a rule after like fuck they, Green Bay too. Yeah, fuck Green Bay. I'm an Niners fan. My little brother's name is Dallas, and he's oh. a Green Bay fan. Is he? The fuck? How dare he? Yeah. My parents aren't even together, and they're both Cowboys fans. Really? So it's just, it's just a family. People thing are like, what? "How are you, Cowboys fans?" Like, I was fucking born this way. You it's, think if I had a choice, I would have chosen them? Like, dude, there's so many fucking Cowboys fans in California. Yeah, it's wild. Hella. Yeah. Whenever we go to the Niner Cowboy game, hella, there's more Cowboy yeah. fans than Niner fans. shit, my little brother's name is Dallas. And he's a Packers fan. Yeah, he's the only one in the family. My older brother's a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. My son's a Cowboys fan. My girl don't give a shit. Oh, man. Last year, that playoff game. Yeah, that was rough. To be honest, I felt like it was a bad matchup, though. Because uh, yes. something about Kyle Shanahan's always kind of fucked us over. No, no matter no matter what team he's beyond. Even then, fucking Dak. That's his fault. He, to me, he's, he's gun He's too gun-shy. Yeah. Where I'm used to Tony Romo, like, fuck it, someone's out there. Yeah. But that's how it. shit happens. But, like, he just wouldn't throw the ball. Like, he would not throw the ball. Like, no. Not, pull, not more than 10, 15 yards. And it's like. You can't win like you that. You gotta take a chance you at some to point. Take a chance, like you said, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta take a chance at some point. You can't no be risk. scared, man. Yeah, no risk, no reward. Can't be gun shy, man. All right, Muddy, do you have anything to say before we close out today? Any advice? No, no, no. Any cool advice? Uh, I I say my advice would be be humble. Yeah. Don't go, like because you got too many, especially over here, man. You got a lot of people who act like just be mean mugging star and shit you know there's probably a lot of senseless people dying out here for no fucking reason a lot of kids out here thinking they're tough listening to King Von you know what I'm saying <laughs> for real though like that turns them up and it's like man just relax let shit happen like 
You got a lot of people trying to fight at gas stations for no reason, all types of like weird shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. You see a lot of shit. A lot of like for no reason, like just bullshit. It's a lot like, of Reddit content. A lot of ego. A lot of Reddit content. For Drop us. the ego. Ego. E- <laughs> dropping the ego saves a lot of lives. What about a uh, little advice for young fighters? A uh, young fighter is uh, don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush. Gain your skills. Be humble. Uh, be coachable. Um, that's true. That's a big one. Yeah, because uh, like my problem was I was one of those kids who thought they knew it all, mm. and when you think you know it all, you're you become uncoachable. You don't want to let you actually prevent yourself from learning. That's in life, though, right? You yeah, know? yeah. And it's like, and I feel like a parents could be put a lot of confidence in their kids. Like my son is so secure with himself. Yeah, like he knows himself. He has no issues at school. He's been a fighter his whole life. Like, he ain't at school fighting. He's fucking watching Naruto, doing you his thing. Give him a good life at home, then I guess you can. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my dad didn't teach me what to do, but because of how bad he was, I knew what not to do. You do the fucking yeah. complete opposite. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, I, I grew up without a dad, too, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm just do the opposite of what my dad did, and I'm yeah. like, I'm all right, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right? But, yeah, I'd say, like, the main thing is um, find yourself. Find yourself? Find yourself. Don't... Uh, I know being secure is easier said than done, but don't try to do things to please others. Do it to please yourself. Yeah. My biggest issue was trying to, you know, uphold a reputation instead of just doing what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to do drama class and shit, but I knew my brothers and then would roast me for it. Oh, okay. You know, and like, but instead it's like you're over there fighting and that's, shit. That's like, why now you want to do stand-up. Yeah, and just like, and the thing about the stand up is like when I when I hit that zone, you know, I can't really expect I'm like, you know, the stabbing conversation, different mindset. But when you hit that zone, it's easy just to flow and just like don't care what people think. My biggest flaw, my biggest issue ever in life was caring what people thought. Yep. That's true. And That's it, yeah. And at the end of the day, it don't fucking matter what they think. Do what you want. That's why I teach my son. Whatever the fuck you want to go do, go do it. If you fail, then fuck it. Yeah, because like get better or I, I'm a family of roasters, man, of shit talkers. Hey, so like you fucking do something cool, they're gonna roast you. So like you, you know, fucking have a typo, you fucking yeah. you get shit oh, for like a bro. day, dude. You have yeah. one typo, yeah. you're like fuck. Yeah, facts. And I'm like, hey, my iPhone changed that, and they're like, no, it didn't. No, no, like, no, no, there's no yeah. winning. Nope, you I'm have like, one fucking typo, yeah. and you fucking you get eaten alive for a day. I'm like, God do damn it. like do shit to make yourself happy. Fuck other people. Yeah, exactly. If you lose the girl, who gives a fuck? If you lose a friend, who gives a fuck? Right. As long as you're happy, as long as you're doing what the fuck you want to do, that's all that should matter. Man, man, that's great to close it out, man. Yep.